Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Thursday, April 27th. In Squiz Kids Today, Spaceship Lost on the Moon, Making Marmalade for the King, FIFA Video Game Wars, and a record-breaking paper plane. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. There's an expression you might have heard your parents or teachers use, which goes something like this. If at first you don't succeed, then try and try again. It means that sometimes success only comes after a series of failures. And the lesson in it is that we should never be discouraged if we try something for the first time and it doesn't work. Because simply by doing, we're achieving. And the lessons we learn from failures can be really important to something eventually succeeding. It's a lesson that scientists and astronomers from Japan were taking on board yesterday after their attempt at a moon landing appeared to have failed. The Japanese company iSpace yesterday announced it had lost radio contact with the spaceship it had sent up to land on the moon, and that unfortunately the mission had failed. Looking on the bright side, they said that their spaceship had gotten to within 50 metres of landing on the moon's surface, which is really, really close, and that even though the last part of the mission had not succeeded, they had still managed to gather lots of really useful data and learned lots of important lessons, which will hopefully make their next moon mission a success. It follows the explosion last week of a SpaceX rocket during another separate moon landing experiment. The so-called Starship exploded during a test flight while trying to leave Earth's atmosphere. And while it wasn't the desired outcome, the scientists involved all said that failure was just part of the process. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in jolly old England where an Australian man from Perth in WA has won a marmalade-making competition and now gets to present his conserve to the king. What's a conserve? It's a fancy word for a jam or marmalade. Reuben Cooperman has been making marmalade for 40-odd years, and he loves using as ingredients the oranges his wife grows in their suburban Perth backyard. Reuben's marmalade beat jars sent in from 40 other countries to be selected as the best in show and worthy of being presented to King Charles III on the occasion of his upcoming coronation. What's a coronation? It's an elaborate ceremony in which a crown is stuck on someone's head and they are named king or queen. And King Charles's coronation is happening on Saturday week. And look, while making marmalade for a king is undoubtedly an honour, surely the world authority on marmalade is, and always will be, Paddington Bear. Delicious. Pop Culture Corner. All right, FIFA video game lovers. There's about to be a big shake-up in the game you love to play. 
The gaming company that makes FIFA World Cup has this week unveiled its new branding as it prepares to break away from FIFA, the international football body. For the past 30 years or so, EA Sports has licensed the use of the name FIFA to make and market its wildly successful video game. I'm going to bet a whole bunch of you have played it before. But now, EA Sports are breaking up the partnership and have decided to create a football video game of their very own under their own name. And the weekend just gone, they started advertising the new game that they're going to be calling EA Sports FC. It's expected to roll out sometime in July. And in response, FIFA have vowed to create their own video games. Let the football gaming wars begin. Biggest, furthest, longest. Hands up if you've ever made a paper plane. Wow, that's a lot of hands. Well, you have something in common with three aerospace engineers. They're the people who design and develop all types of aircraft, from helicopters to spaceships, and, as it turns out, paper planes. Nathan, Dylan and Garrett now work for Boeing, and if you've ever been on a jumbo, you've probably flown in one of their planes. But back when they were in middle school, these guys started experimenting with origami, paper plane design and throwing techniques. And all of that hard work paid off because they recently set the world record for the longest ever paper plane flight. Their plane flew, get this, an impressive 88 metres. Just 12 metres short of a whole rugby league field. Impressive. So what's their secret? Sticking at it. They spent over 500 hours experimenting with origami and aerodynamics. They tested different papers, A4 turned out to be the winner, and they recorded their test flights in slow motion so that they could analyse them and make changes to their designs. Genius. The engineers hope their record stands for a while, but they encourage you to get out there and have a go at breaking it. So, don't just sit there, get folding already. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What's the name of the sports body that governs world football? Yeah, that's right. It's FIFA. Question number two. Where was a Japanese company trying to land a spacecraft yesterday? Yeah, that's right. They were trying to land it on the moon. Question number three. What's the fancy word to describe marmalades and jams? Yeah, of course, the word is conserve. Shout outs. It's April 27, birthday for flute-playing pop star Lizzo and Aussie tennis star Nick Kyrgios. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Indy from Atwell, Isaac from Ashmont, Elisha from Tumut, Mark from Yass, Zara from Paraburu, Hannah B from Roselle and Hala from Liverpool. And because many of you celebrated a birthday over the Easter holidays, 
We're going to press pause on classroom shoutouts this week and spend the next week or so catching up on belated birthday shoutouts. Because everyone deserves a birthday shoutout. So, settle in, here we go. It's a happy belated birthday today to Henry from Mossman, Serena from Forest Lake, Cameron from Junee, Edward from Malvern East, Adeline from Sunnybank Hills, Clementine from Manly Vale, Nate from Carina Heights, Buster from Clairvaux, Lydia from Northam, Maxwell from Ormiston, Avian from Doncaster East, Sitara from Springfield, Yi Shen from Vermont South, Toby from Cannon Hill, Danielle from Holsworthy, Hannah from Geelong, Kaya from Richmond, Ethan from Mount Riverview, and Jua Sophia, who's listening all the way over there in South Korea. And a very special classroom shout out to Mr. Beecher and the 3-4 Honours class at the Southport School in Queensland, who are on their way to becoming our newest news hounds. Well done, boys. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day.